Hey, Fab here. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, before we jump into this week's episode, I uh, I wanted to know. I don't know if you've heard, uh, but uh, Paul and I are launching something super fun, super amazing, super useful for you. Um, we are launching an exclusive sales and marketing community, um, and best of all, it's free. Uh, and you don't need to download any apps or log into any platforms. All you need to do is send us a text message at 438-601-1595. That's it. Just send us a text message and you'll be able to chat with us directly. Uh, we'll probably, we, we have a ton of really fun ideas like sharing some exclusive content uh, and things like that to that community as well. So if you're looking to dive a little deeper in sales and marketing you even get your specific individual questions answered by one of us. Uh, this is the place to do it. Um, doesn't get better than that. Free sales and marketing advice uh, and exclusive content. So once again, just text us at 438-601-1595. Thanks for that and enjoy the show. Hey, Paul. Hey, Fab. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? Good. Cool. Yep. So, so today, today myself, I'm doing great. Other than beating yourself up? Other than beating myself up, literally, I'm doing great. Nice. Awesome. Um, what I want to say. Yeah, so today, uh, let's jump right into it. Reporting, data, metrics. What uh, I'd like to talk about, you know, what sales and marketing managers, what kind of data they should be following on a regular basis. So let's start with, with, uh, let's start with you. What should uh, sales managers, what kind of reports should sales managers have? What kind of data should be looking at? Should they be looking at data? Yes, they should. Okay. That was a great conversation. First thing is, uh, it's a huge question, right? So let's break yeah. it down. First thing is sales managers should be requiring uh, reports or data from their salespeople um, for one reason, mm -hmm. to sort of follow and see what's going on and be able to help them move forward and, and, and move opportunities forward and sort of get a, a global view of what's going on and how to strategize to go forward. That's the first thing. Right. Well, sales managers often also report to higher-end leadership, so they need data to report back to their leaders. So reports serve two purposes, right? So the manager acquires that information from the salespeople to see what's going on and be able to do a diagnosis to be able to then answer back up to their leadership to tell them what's going on. So let's assume for a second that you're not working in this huge multi-layered company. Mm -hmm. Let's assume for a second that you're a sales manager slash owner. Right. So the, 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 the information that you should be requesting is information that's a help that's going to help you forecast what you need to do in operations, <laughs> forward, in supply. So if your sales are, you know, I'm going to really simplify it. If the sales are doing super well, well, we need to manufacture some more. And if we can't supply that manufacturer, well, we're going to need to outsource. So essentially, the report helps you guide your business where you're going. Now, right. Data is also really important to help your salespeople realize how they're doing in the whole universe of their company. Yeah. So to help them move forward and help them uh, achieve their objectives, their motives, mm -hmm. where they're going. So data is super important. Data alone 
doesn't do much. Yeah. Uh, but if you're interpreting the data properly, if you're, if, if you're using it properly, it has a bazillion uses. Now right. you know what your margin is. It's fun to know, uh, you know, uh, what kind of products you're selling. It can, it really helps you guide the direction of the company. So there's, there's a ton of great valuable information. And I think data should also be, um, shared and what you're doing with that information is really important and that should be shared with your team so that they understand the important of the, the importance of that data and how it's going to uh, help the company move forward and obviously in the end help them move forward right and so would you say that there's you know like if if you were to say you know what would be like the top and maybe obviously there's probably more than one top one but like if 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 you're a sales manager by default, at least be checking this on a daily basis or regular basis. Like, what would be the number one big report or, you know, like data to follow? Um, you know, in my opinion, if you're a sales manager, if your goal ultimately is to ensure that your team is motivated and moving forward and doing everything that it can to achieve the goals that you're looking for, uh, I think the most important report is not so much, and this might be a little controversial, it's not so much the results, but the actions that people are taking. And why do I say that? Because if you know the actions that people are doing, the results you'll the results are easy to see. Just, it's very obvious, you know, that that's the easiest part. Right. To understand if the actions that you're taking will lead to results and to figure out how much of the results you actually control and mm -hmm. try to control the things that you do. So to me, the most important report is an activity report. Right. I mean, calls. So the activity, you mean like the salespeople's activity? Correct. Right. Yeah. Like calls and yep. emails and stuff like that. Calls, emails, and, and then to find out and dig down into figuring out what are you doing during those calls and emails. I'll give you a very basic example. Yeah. Rep, rep number one is doing two calls a day and selling everything. Mm -hmm. do rep number two is making 10 calls a day and selling nothing right then then you can figure out you you know what they sell that's you don't even need a report for that that comes in <laughs> um you know yes it's there yes you get reports but mostly it's very obvious in most companies to see what's going on. i have worked for some companies though that i say that and i have seen some companies where it's hard to know the sales results so yeah, yeah. so let's assume that's simple for a second and of course that's important <laughs> But the activity report is probably the most important as a sales manager. Mm -hmm. Your job is to coach them and motivate them and, and help them, you know, achieve their results and get your team to where they want to get to, where you want them to get to. Yeah. Interesting. So I think in, in marketing, I mean, I like how you presented kind of there's, there's two uh, functions to data, kind of managing up and managing down in a way. Um, and so marketing, you'll have obviously something very similar. I think you just need, you're probably going to present different, different data. So I think on the managing up, so showing like, you know, your VPs and, and, or the executive suite or whatever. And, and we're talking about B2B here, obviously. Um, I think you want to probably break down how, so, and I think we talked about this like a few weeks ago, but, you know, I think marketers need to tie their results back to at least, at least one core revenue related metric, whether that's qualified leads or, or whatever, whatever you decide with sales makes sense and that everybody can agree on because that's the other variable. And so I think you need to 
to to work on like present that on a regular basis um and i think also some sort of attribution report like right uh, all of your different marketing initiatives how are they all tying back to revenue right so i think that you should be able to do on a on a regular basis um but i think otherwise also you'll probably want to report back on lead levels like how many leads are we generating or qualified leads and, and so on and so forth so that's managing up i think managing down you just need to be able to drill down on honestly unfortunately maybe unfortunately if you're doing a lot of stuff all the marketing activity all the marketing activity you're doing right so you want to be drilling down on your your email performance and your uh, landing page performance and your social and, and so on and so on and so on and so forth right so that you can then work with the team to identify early on where things aren't working but i think that that top level one is probably the most important because if if you can see that oh we've agreed that we would generate or we would you know attract x number of qualified leads a week or a month and you realize that you're off you know right away that okay yes we'll dig down into more specifics like as to figure out why we're not doing that but but that should be kind of your north the north star okay. and do you think in um in marketing um, it's a leading question do you think in marketing that um the activity is also important in the sense that you know in, in a way marketing you control even less the outcome so Aren't, don't activities, let me put it this way, don't activities matter even more than results in a way? Like, when you, is, is that maybe a mistake that we make often with, with marketers or do we really, we don't give a crap about activities and we really look at results? <laughs> I think the activity is, is, a, is an interesting question in marketing because I've, I've worked with a lot of, you know, executives or, or CFOs or whatnot and they're like, man, the marketing team is always so busy but we're not generating the results. I think um i think that's a big issue and i think when the marketing teams tends to be very busy and you're not able to see the results it's probably that they're not the activity is not tied back to something concrete right so every the copywriter has their own metrics that they feel are important and the the lead generation team has their own and the the events person has their own and 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 everybody's super busy because they're all it's like they're all pulling the cart in different ways right and so I think the activity level is important, but not in the same way that sales is. Because if I spend 15 hours writing an ebook, if I'm a copywriter and my uh, if if my copywriter is spending 15 hours writing an ebook, that's not necessarily going to guarantee the quality of it or whatnot, right? No, for sure. It, it's um, you have to take that. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, it's interesting because I think in what you're, I think we're saying something very similar in that reports, I think we, I think a lot of people forget, like they just ask for reports, right? I mean, I've, I've, I remember working in one company where it was just, you know, the, the upper management was just addicted to reports that they yeah. just used to ask all the time. And it, it, it got to a point where the team um, we were working with was spending more time doing reports than they were out selling. So, Mm. Uh, you know, some people who are at that level do get reportitis because they oh look, we get this, we get this metric and that metric, and and you try to normalize everything. But you have to, I think, if you can, uh, one thing that's really important about reports is you you should automate as much of the reports as possible. So yeah, with today's CRMs and 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 marketing tools, I'm sure, and project management tools, there's probably more and more that can be automated 
so that you're 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 uh, you're retracting or, or or getting data from uh, someone's regular workday, so that it's not like ten years ago where you had to spend you know five hours a week printing your reports. You know, if you're just putting it in your in in your your project management um, software or in your CRM software, a lot of it is just you know connects up with ERP. Uh, and that connects up with sales, and then, and then the reports are just generated. Now, what's important, and that's great. What's important is to properly analyze that data and do, and do, and that's where the human being comes in, right? <laughs> we haven't AI that that yet, but um, <laughs> where the human being comes in and, and decides how to synthesize that data and use it best, and and that's, you know, it, it comes down to the core element of what are you going to do with this data, but the actual report itself. The reporting, the data accumulation means nothing if it's not interpreted and used properly. So, I mean, that's right, exactly. And, and I've lived that, right? Where we would, I mean, uh, we had an, uh, when back when I was working like for a company full time, um, we had an executive who wanted these like insanely complex reports, and it would take the team like literally a week to compile that. So they'd lose a week every month trying to compile this report. And I'm just like, you know, what's the value in that ultimately, right? And so I think that's why I was saying, marketing-wise at least, it's keep it simple, right? Like, did you agree that marketing was in charge of qualified leads because X number of qualified leads are going to generate X number of sales? Then let's let's focus on that. And then marketers can worry about, you know, why are we generating? Why are we not generating? What's working? What's not working? I think as an executive, you need to worry about What's the revenue that we're driving? Is marketing doing what they need to do? Great. Are we on track? Yes. Are we not on track? No. I mean, I'm simplifying. Obviously, some executives will be more interested than others, you know, and want to deal, drill down a bit more. But you're right. It has to be. It has to be automated, and it can't be. You can't spend hours putting everything together. I mean, if if you know, it, it's interesting because I think it really boils down to. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I don't know if you remember the film Moneyball. Have you seen that film? Yes. Well, you know, there's, there's a brilliant analyst who accumulates a ton of data and does great things with it, right? I think every analyst and every company sort of has the, the dream of being the Moneyball guy, right? Because if you can, you know, if you can, if you can uh, retract or, or, or you not retract, but if you can extract, I was looking for the word, if you can extract valuable information from reports, then they have great value. So, but if, if, you, if, you're, if your report generation in a sales environment or a marketing environment slows down your team by 30% and then you're presenting an option that, uh, you know, brings in an extra 1%, well, you're sort of defeating the purpose. So you need to, I think if you can automate, again, if you can automate as much as possible and, and, uh, and, and have analysts uh, explain what they're trying to do, it also, it can generate motivation, right? So if, for example, let's say a manager says, hey, team, I'm going to ask you for this extra report, whether it's marketing or sales. And they go, oh. But they say, look, the reason we're doing this is we think that it can do this, 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 that. And in the end, it's going to help us do this, 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 that. That's going to help you guys do this. Oh, okay, now I get it, right? Yeah. But if it's just some other report um, that drives you nowhere, that just drives you berserk, well, then you know, I, I think I think we're really saying the same thing. And yeah. I think you know, I'm older than you, but I think you're you're still old enough to have lived <laughs> through that era where a lot of things were not automated. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, in the last, I'd say even the last five years, a ton of stuff's been automated, and it's wonderful. It's it's just great. Um, and if you yeah. can synthesize, 
and extract valuable data from that without uh, putting, you know, two hours of effort into something that'll save you five minutes, <laughs> then then you're then you're you're ahead of the game. This being said, I, I think a sales manager and a marketing manager should uh, more importantly really learn to to read and, and, and understand their so if, if they're a, a sales manager in a large corporation and they don't have a lot of decision-making power, but they're just there to motivate their team, well, what do those those reports should be there? So, okay, how can I coach my team? How can I help them move yeah. forward? Right? If it's really more of a sales slash leadership position, which is often the case, as I said earlier, another, mm-hmm. you know, in, in smaller companies and same thing in marketing, well, then how does that benefit the company? Again, how does that benefit the team that you'll be pitching it to? Yeah. Um, no, exactly. And I think it's, you know, you're right. We're, we're kind of saying the same thing in our respective groups or expertise, but um, ultimately you need data to be able to to drive your your results and your decision-making and, and things like that. Uh, but but there is a there is the risk of wanting too much data and wanting to measure absolutely every detail and, and things like that. And And if you can tie it back to something concrete, like, well, we need to know how often the rep goes to the bathroom because well, X, Y, Z. Well, if you can't tie it back to something specific, it's probably not worth measuring. And, and let's be careful here, right? We need data, of course, to move forward, but a lot of data is just there and readily accessible, right? So yeah. in a small sales organization, you don't need to have a bazillion reports to tell you that sales are going well or not going well, right? Yeah. Um, so you have to be very careful there. I think what happens, and this... You know, you and I have both worked in large corporations. You, you get sort of that middle management that, you know, and I hate to say this, it's trying to justify their existence. Mm. So, so they, you know, they they tend to have reportitis or tend did. I'm talking tended, about yeah. tended to have reportitis. So, um, you know, you, you, you reports are tied into many things and can be indicative of, of, of other uh, major failings rather than, than just, you know, the fact that some person is asking for uh, more of them. So reporting is very important. And I think you should establish before you ask for any report, you should ask the reportee, you, you should, sorry, you should tell the reportee why the, why, why we're asking for this information. Yeah. It's going to benefit them. Cause yeah. it's gonna be very hard for you to convince any reportee of doing the report. If they don't see a value to themselves, if you're asking a salesperson to collect a bunch of data, because some top-end executive wants to try to sell the company and selling the company to them means nothing. They're, they're not going to take it seriously. And, 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 and you know what? Maybe they shouldn't because it doesn't really benefit them. Yeah. And so I have a question for you because, you know, you're right. In marketing, a lot of the, the data is automated. Let's say, you know, like your email open rates. And, and so if you're realizing that you're not achieving your targets, it's, it's relatively easy if, if your system is relatively clean to drill down and see what's working and what's not working. And, and it's easy to, to, to show the person, you know, your copywriter, your email person or, or whatnot, why, why we need to collect the data. I mean, it's being collected anyway. Um, and it's easy to say, well, to your copywriter, well, we need to be better at organic, at like search because, you know, our search results are down. But in a situation where you're with salespeople where, Yes, increasingly the num- the data is increasingly automated, right? The number of calls they make, how long they're on the call f- for, and, and so on and so forth. But but sometimes I feel some of the data we're collecting in sales, like you were talking about activity reports, 
feels like we're doing it because we want to know how to set the target for the salesperson, right? So I'm like, we need to track how many calls you're making because that's going to help us set benchmarks. But I, I could see how some salespeople be like, well, let me do the, like, doesn't matter how many calls I make. It's, it's the result that matter at the end of, you know, like I feel there's more of a yeah, contention well, in sales. Well, now we're jumping into, you know, we've talked about this in the past and now it's how you, it's how you manage your team. It's how you coach your team, right? So, if you tell your team member, yeah, I want to know how many calls you make because I want to be able to calculate your closing ratio so that I can help you, you know, make your closing ratio smaller, right? Yeah. I want to make it so that when you're making 10 calls, you get one sale rather than when you're making 20 calls, you're getting one sales. Yeah. When we're going to try to work. But first we have to analyze the data and then we'll look at what you're doing. Yeah. We want to get a, an average to help you guys also situate yourself. So, so there's always a way... Look, accountability and data <laughs> and data collection on individuals is, is always going to be something that you have to position and finesse properly. Now, if you're a, a, an honest, since and like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot out of this for a second, but it's important. I'm gonna do a little parentheses. If you have a good culture, if you have a good, you know, if you have good, your 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 your, your reps know, or your salespeople, or your 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 marketing employees know that you know you your mission and your vision is good and they agree with it and that you have a good sales culture it's going to be a lot easier for you to explain to your employees that you or, or your salesperson that you're actually checking how many calls they do to help them with their closing ratio if you have a crappy sales culture where you're firing people continuously and they're always at risk it uh, then they're, they're going to be fearful and, and yeah hopefully so so if you have a culture of fear it's going to instill fear. If you have a culture of growth, they're going to say, oh, great. I'm going to know my closing ratio, and it's going to work. And more and more, you've got um, – um, I've only got the French word in mind, plein conscience. You've got more and more um, – um, I can't think of the word. Uh, you're, you're, we're using more and more empathy in the company. Uh, you're, you're, you're using a style of management that brings people – to their full motivation that makes them want to be happy. They're not just numbers in mm -hmm. a game. So now when you're asking them these numbers and you're, you're putting these things forward, there's probably a lot more likeliness that they're going to want to come forward. Yeah. I think there's a big shift in most sales. I, I've seen a huge shift in the last 10 years in, in, in what sales leaders and sales managers believe in how they motivate people. Hence, when you're collecting data, it's a lot easier to show to your employee, well, this data is going to help me help you. Yeah. And I think, and you said something really interesting because in, in marketing, you know, like it's almost, well, yeah, we're going to track our open rates because, you know, a, a better open rate is always better, right? More people are reading my messages or my click-through rates, you know, increasing your click-through rate is better because more people click through, the more people convert. And, and so it's almost some of the, a lot of, not all of it, but a lot of the data is, intuitive and like, yeah, obviously better is better, right? Um, but you said something really interesting about, like we were talking about the call numbers, right? And I feel like a lot of executives, when we're talking to sales or salespeople, are like, well, we can track number of calls, so we're gonna track the number of calls, so we need to make sure that you're entering it properly. But it's never really explained, you know, other than we can do it, so let's do it. It's never, and I, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll venture out, and I might be wrong, I'll venture out and say a lot of executives don't really know why they're measuring it other than they can. 
and and maybe they're stopping at the at the the second level, which is like, well, if we know that it takes a hundred calls to make one sale, we can benchmark as opposed to saying, okay, now that we know that it takes a hundred calls to make one sale, how can we make that fifty calls or you know seventy five calls or whatever? That's, you know? that's the easy way out. By the way, the word I was looking for is mindfulness. So. Many more companies are, are, are being mindful of how they treat their employees, how they treat their clients, how they treat people that they deal with, and that brings a, a better way of, of, of doing business. Yeah. So you're right, Fab. A lot of people, uh, the metric the result becomes the metric, and that's dangerous because if your result is the metric, so if say you, I want you to do 15 calls today, and, and you're just looking at that data, well, that just becomes the bad usage of data. That just becomes the improper application to your data. That that's a whole other subject. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, and and I think a lot of people have similar data and, and the people that know how to properly two things, use the data, that's very important. And two, yeah. explain to the people they're asking the data collection from will have much better success. And again, I use a company who recently has decided to to uh, put in a new CRM, and the employees are all you know up in arms and whatnot. And and what we're doing there with my client is we're saying, listen, this CRM is going to help you get better at what you do. It's going to be a tool to help you ask the right questions and move along your sales process, so you don't forget to you know uh, sell value. So you don't forget to ask your question. So you don't forget to find out what motivates your, your, your client. So you don't forget to find out all the things that are important to figure out how you can best close that business so that your closing ratio gets better. Yeah. That's how you present. It's got to be packaged. Your, 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 if your reporting and your data collection is packaged with an explanation that helps your employee or or, or subordinate for lack of a better word colleague <laughs> understand what it is that you're trying to do it, it, it helps a lot you know it, it's like you know use the it's the, the whole you know use the parent example your kid comes home from school and the data you're getting is the report card yeah uh, you know the kid doesn't want to hand you the report card if, if every time you see you don't see an a you whack him over the head with a you know with a slap you know like, <laughs> Think of the 50s, you know. <laughs> Think of our parents when they'd come home and our grandparents would whack them across the back of the head because they didn't get a good report card. Whereas <laughs> now if your kid comes home and you're a little bit more genteel and a little nicer and you're a little more mindful, it's like, oh, you didn't do so well. What do you think happened? You know, well, then, oh, I had a hard time with this and that, you know, and you're talking and yeah, not a five-year-old, but maybe your, your kid when they're in CJEP or in university, CJEP's a thing we have here, college. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, there's there's data is important, but how you synthesize it and how you ask the people who are giving you the data is even more important. Yeah, because that's the true you know to know how many calls people are doing and whatnot. And and I've seen companies do some crazy stuff, crazy stuff, crazy 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 stuff based on data, not looking at how it would affect the company. One of those companies has cut down half of their effect, effective. Uh, properties because they, they didn't manage properly because they had some nut bar at a high level, you know, looking at data and, and not finding out how this data really works. Yeah. And 
it's like saying, oh, people in, in, you know, people in Quebec are more likely to get coronavirus because, you know, what, they don't wear, you know, is it because they don't wear masks? You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff around that, you know, the whole coronavirus. Remember, that's actually a perfect example. Remember at first, oh, people in Quebec more, yeah, because the spring break was actually one week earlier, so a bunch of people went elsewhere, so there was a much higher wave. So you need to understand. So yeah. when you're collecting that data and you're explaining it to the people, it's very important to do that so they don't just feel, um, looked at and aimed at and, and blamed for something that that's out of their control but rather how can we use this to the advantage of the population to make yeah. do something better right yeah and i think you know as we wrap things up i think like i, I like this thing you talk too much fab what? <laughs> are you trying to tell me i talk too much <laughs> no it's already been a good 20 25 minutes <laughs> no I, I i just went on a rant there sorry no but it was good because i think I think, you know, yes, we talked about like we went concrete into like the sales and marketing reports that, that we need, like activity reports and, and revenue reports and whatnot. But um, I think what's important when you're thinking about your new year and, and planning and, and what are you going to be measuring and tracking, um, you know, it's important. Like, to, again, we always go back to the Simon Sinek thing, right, which is like start with why, like why? Well, why do we want to, you know, track our open email open rate or our uh, sales rep call rates, right? Why do we want to do that? Well, because we want to see if we're getting the best results. Well, why? And, and and then you move back and do the why. Well, ultimately, you know, we need the revenue to grow or, or or whatnot. And I think I think I think that's where a lot of the challenges with a lot of these reports is that they're not spending like we're not spending the time figuring out why we need this and what the data actually means at the end of the day. Uh, it's a perfect wrap up. It's exactly that, and it's sort of like. There's a bazillion sales tools out there. There's a bazillion communication. We were just talking about Slack last week, and yeah. there's a bunch of things out there. It's all you're all they're all great tools, but if you're not using them properly, it doesn't really it doesn't really end up helping you in any way. So you need to think: what are my objectives first? What am I trying to achieve with these reports? And yeah. What will it give me eventually? Right. So it's interesting. So no, it's good conversation. Cool. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Fab. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye.